Hello there, Playful Mompreneur. It is Shelley Tonkin-Smith here on the Playful Mompreneur podcast. And today I'm going to be talking about sales pages. I'm going to be talking about what they are and why you should have one. Or if you want to, you can even have a whole lot. But why? Why am I talking about sales pages? Well, the answer is because you are a playful mompreneur and you have chosen the path of fun and simple rather than the serious and complicated path of, let's call it old traditional business. And sales pages can be an excellent tactic to really live out playfulness, as it were. So if you've just started a business or if you're already in business and you're looking at launching a new digital product, a new one-on-one coaching or consulting package, or maybe a group coaching program, or any offer, then setting up a sales page is going to be a great idea. Trust me. It's simple. It's playful. It's effective. Now, before we get into the show, I just wanted to mention that if you just want to have someone to tell you exactly, step by step, what to include in your sales page, then I've got you covered. I've got a special offer called the Playful Sales Page Template. It's a Google Doc with prompts for writing your own high converting sales page. And I've put in all the tips and tricks that I've learned in my many years of copywriting experience into this template. So all you need to do is to answer the questions for your particular offer and voila, you'll have a really cracking sales page. So if that sounds like something that could help you in your business, then go and have a look at psptemplate.shellysmithcreative.com. I'll leave a link to that in the show notes, but that's where you'll get any more information that you'd like about the Playful Sales Page Template, and you'll be able to purchase the Playful Sales Page Template on that page. And I will tell you that I'm offering a 20% discount if you purchase before the end of September 2021. I want you to be able to write your own sales page, to write your own copy. I feel that's a really important skill, especially for beginner entrepreneurs to master, is just to get into your own voice, your own copywriting, and clarify your offers through your marketing efforts. And now, it's on with the show. Do you want to find joy in being both a parent and a business owner? Then come and play with us here at the Playful Mompreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Shelley Tonkin-Smith, and I'm on a mission to help moms to start and grow their own businesses in a way that's as simple and as fun as child's play. Join me as I talk about things like playful productivity, tools and tech, and building a special kind of business. A business that supports your desire to be a fully present parent and to have the time and space to truly connect with your kids. You'll also hear from other mompreneurs and some dadpreneurs who are rocking this double gig of parenting and business ownership, with some of them even throwing homeschooling into the mix. Get the inside track on both their struggles and what's working for them. And then use that as inspiration for building your playful business. You ready? Let's play. All 
right, so sales pages. Let's start at the very beginning. And let me tell you what is a sales page. If you're wondering, what have I been going on about sales pages up to this point? Let me explain to you what I'm talking about. So a sales page is a single web page. It's like a one page website. A website really has multiple pages and it's like a book. For example, if you think in pages and books, the website is the whole book, but a web page is just one page and it's selling a single offer. So a sales page is going to be selling a single offer on that one single page. On the sales page, there will be no links to any other offers. And this is a mistake that we can easily make. We want to give our, our audience or our potential customers this feast of opportunities of so many different ways that they can work with us. But on a sales page, you'll be focusing in on one particular offer. So if you're just starting your business, ideally, there's going to be one particular offer, one particular way that you're going to work with your clients, and you're going to offer that. If you are selling a digital product, you will just sell that digital product on that sales page. You won't really have links to your coaching offers. In some cases, you could have links in the frequently asked questions section. You could say, oh, you know, if you're looking for a more comprehensive offer than this digital product, I do also offer one-on-one -on -one coaching. But it would be way down at the bottom. The thing is, when you present people with lots of different choices, they start to get confused about, oh, but what do I actually need? And what am I actually supposed to choose? But when they arrive on a sales page, there is one offer. And so it's either yes or it's no, which like I think a lot of us feel a little bit scared about the no part. But you are going to attract the right kinds of clients and customers. If you have that one single offer, then they will be perfect for that one single offer. Clarity sells. And talking of clarity, I've also found that the process of just writing your own sales page Actually, in my case, I found it's helped me to get clearer on my own offer, to find the gaps of like, oh, I haven't thought of this or, oh, this is a problem that my offer might solve or this is a problem that I see coming up that I need to actually really be clear how my offer solves that problem. So I found that I've got a lot of clarity as I have written my sales pages and when I've worked with clients, they've given me the feedback that, oh my goodness, Shady, you wrote my sales page and that's actually helped me to form my product and to start creating my product. So don't feel afraid if you haven't got a product yet. If you are still like sussing out your offer and figuring out what's going to be part of it, not part of it, a sales page can be a perfect place to start to give you that clarity. So a sales page can go beyond just being a marketing tool. It can also become like a business strategy for you as CEO of your business. All right, so on a sales page, there is going to be no other navigation off that page other than the call to action. The call to action is typically going to be something like buy now, like put in your credit card details and buy this 
digital product, for example, or in the case of a higher ticket offer, like a one-on-one coaching program, often the call to action there will be to book a call and the sales process will continue from that point. But the call to action on the sales page then will be to book a call. And that's the only way out of that page. That's the only way out of the sales page is to click the call to action. It's either that or they X out of the page. Knowing that, we are going to have to make our sales pages really clear and punchy. In the next week's episode, I want to talk a little bit more about my copywriting tips for actually writing a sales page. Because I believe that you can actually have really effective long-form sales pages, but you can't have boring copy. So you've really got to speak to the heart of your listener. And if you do that, they will keep reading and they will hit that call to action button. So that's another thing is that your call to action button needs to be in multiple places down the page so that whenever that person is ready, they're going to be able to click buy now and actually buy your products. So you might be asking now, I've got multiple products. I've got different offers. How can I then only have one offer on my sales page. You just have multiple sales pages. So you might be a coach who offers one-on-one coaching as well as an ebook. So the one-on-one coaching gets its own sales page and the ebook gets its own sales page. It's different people you're talking to and it will make your copywriting a lot easier because you'll be talking to that particular segment of your audience on your one sales page. Okay, so that gives you a little bit of an idea of what a sales page is. I want to talk a little bit now about how a sales page differs from, you know, when you do then build out your whole website and perhaps you've already got a whole comprehensive website on Squarespace or WordPress or something like that. You might be asking at this point, how does the sales page fits in with the rest of my website. And also, how is the sales page different from like a products page or a work with me page or a services page? You know, we've sometimes got pages like that on our websites. The answer to that is that your sales page can sort of sit within your website. But the caveat there and my little concern about that is On your website, you're going to have that top navigation and you're going to have your footer navigation. You might have a sidebar navigation. All of those things are distractions. There are other links taking that person away from the one call to action that you're focusing on in your sales page. So there are ways in WordPress, in Squarespace, I know, of removing the top navigation and the the footer navigation, which I would recommend when you're doing your sales page. I also, what I do, I develop a lot of my sales pages in a tool called Card. I say that with my rolled American R, Card, because it does in fact have two R's in the name, but I will leave a link in the show notes to Card. It's C-A-R-R-D dot co. Card is really great. And what I do is I develop the page in Card. So it looks like its own page, its own offer, but then I still use my company domain. So for example, it will be like salespage.shellysmithcreative.com or, or salespage.playfulmompreneur.com. And I can set that all up 
on the domain name host. So that's just the technical details. It can still kind of sit and live within your overall brand, but it's its own little page. And then the difference between a sales page and like a work with me page or a services page is that the sales page has a job to do in that it needs to sell. (laughs) Sales page, it's in the word, in the phrase. So most often the sale is actually completed on the sales page. This is all about building a business that can make you money while you sleep in, while you are busy with your kids. And this is why a sales page is the playful mompreneur way. So for high ticket offers, that call to action, as I said, might be to book a call, but it's it's advancing your people through the sales page or through the sales process while you are not doing anything. So you are advancing people through that sale. Okay. They're booking that call or they're actually buying your product. So it's whether it's an online course or whether it's a place in a group coaching program that they just sign up for straight away. The sales page actually takes them through that sales funnel process. So also just to mention here, you might hear the term landing page. And in my sort of business definition, I consider a landing page a place where you can opt in for a free offer. So a sales page and a landing page often aren't very different in the way you kind of would build them. Although a landing page often is a lot quicker. There's like a very insight problem that you're offering something for free to your readers. Whereas a sales page has got a bit more selling to do because you are charging for this particular offer. It's a paid offer. So that's just generally how a sales page differs from other pages on your website. Okay, so I hope that makes it clear what we are talking about when we are talking about a sales page. Now, interestingly enough, I'm a website designer. I design websites in Squarespace. But for starting entrepreneurs, I don't recommend that you start with a full suite website anymore because of this idea of a sales page. I think website design and development and the different tooling has evolved and it's simpler to start off with this beautiful one-page website that can show off your offer, that can show off what your business is all about and you really just need one page to do that. You don't need the about page and the contact page and the services page and the, the about the founder and, you know, bios of everyone in the company or anything like that. Initially, probably you don't have other people working for you in the company anyway. So you can keep your original websites more like a web page. And that web page can take the form of this sales page. And I think this is a much better use of your time when you start in your business. So you're going to be setting yourself up a nice one page website that makes it clear to your audience how they can work with you. Now, you might need to make a couple of adaptations on the typical sales page kind of format that I'm going to talk about. If this is your home on the web, for example, but it's just so much more professional to arrive at this beautiful website, I mean, web page, it it kind of looks the same to the outside visitor, really, rather than like, you know, making a Facebook page, you can still do the Facebook page to connect with people on Facebook. 
but I think we need our own little patch of turf on the web. And that's why I think having a web page, a sales page, when you're starting out in business is ideal. Sales pages are also really great. I've spoken a lot about MVPs, minimum viable products. We've had other mompreneur guests on the show who have launched digital products. And also just one of the plays that I feel that we need to be playing as mompreneurs is this play or strategy of experimentation, of experimenting with different offers. And we can do that through a sales page. Because you could have this one sales page for one particular angle and one particular suite of services, and it can kind of shine on its own. Also, how this links to our previous episodes is that I I did an episode on, on sure thing money. And one of the examples was if you've got a particular product or you've got a resource and it's like already there, often we have content or we have resources, things that we use in our own businesses that we can sell. And so then you just put together a sales page and you can sell it quite quickly without too much strategy or too much effort. You can just look at what you do have already and then put together a sales page for that. All right, so I hope you can see what exactly a sales page is. I wanna just make it really clear why a sales page is such a good idea, particularly for those of you starting your business, I hope I've kind of made that clear already and why it's also really a good idea if you are launching a minimum viable product, an MVP or a small product, a small digital product that you're kind of experimenting with. So the sales page gives that product a place of its own to shine. When you're doing a minimum viable product, you're kind of putting out this new product into the market in the simplest way possible, and you are testing whether your market likes this product and whether they're going to pay for that product. So it's really a good idea to put that product on its own sales page so that it's not competing with your other products and then causing confusion with your buying market. And you're really giving that minimum viable product a good chance to convert. And then you know, okay, if it does convert, then you know, yes, there's something in this. If it's not converting and you've had it on the rest of your website, you could be going, oh, but did I confuse people? So putting that MVP on its own page kind of gives you one variable in your experiment. And then you know, okay, this is the one place where I'm selling this product and I'm giving it its best chance. Also, your sales page becomes the home of your launch. So this now is for those of you who are launching a new product or a new suite of services, and you are actually really focusing in on that one offer. Now, you could have other offers, but it's always a really good idea when you're launching a new offer to really give that offer your full attention and to really launch it. and. At that point, your sales page for that offer becomes the home of your launch. So in your Instagram bio, in your podcast interviews and your Facebook lives and everywhere you go in your email signature, it's not going to be the link to your general website that appears there that you give on that interview. It is going to be the link to your sales page, to that thing that you're offering here and now. And I like planning in 
sort of increments of 90 days. But that sales page becomes the home of your launch. And you really focus in only on that product. You focus your energy and you can then get quite playful about your launch and the way that you that you do things. So you're not just generally doing this kind of scattergun, very general approach. I think people aren't attracted to that. But when you're putting out something really specific and saying, this is my product, you know, doesn't have to be your product forever. This is my product. This is how you can work with me. Come join in with this if it resonates with you. Then you send them to that sales page. So in this way, sales pages can be really effective. You pour in a lot of energy. You focus in your energy onto a particular product or an offer. And really, this just makes us more playful because we're not overwhelmed about all our other products and all our other services. We're focusing in on one particular offer for a period of time. And you know what? There will be people who come along and say, oh, that particular offer wasn't quite for me, that ebook, or yeah, so let's say that ebook wasn't quite for me. Um, do you do one-on-one coaching? Oh, yes, let's have a phone call and let's discuss one-on-one coaching or vice versa. One-on-one coaching is not really right for me. I can't afford it maybe right now. And then you can go, oh, but I have this ebook or the self-study course. And you can then offer that to the person and that might be a better fit to them. But it all starts with this sales page with this one offer that you are offering. Okay, so I want to talk now about a few examples of who could use sales pages and how you could use it. So as I've mentioned before, any starting mompreneur, I would recommend start off with the sales page, this one pager approach. On card, you can do it so it's at such a low cost to use card. And even if you wanted to, you could actually make it look like there are separate pages of your site. But honestly, just putting together a beautiful one pager, different sections, it's actually very, I would say, trendy at the moment. It's almost the more modern way of putting together a website at the moment. But now if we talk about those of you who are already in business, you've started your business. So for those of you who are coaches or you are consultants or anyone who's a service provider, sales pages are really great. Um, So you don't have to offer a product because I think sometimes you think a sales page is for a digital product or a physical product. So I want to talk a little bit about those of you who are service providers. So you could put together an actual sales page for your one-on-one coaching package or your group coaching package. Put together a sales page so that it's really clear to the person who now has found you and has found your sales page that that sales page really answers all the questions. This does a lot of the sales work for you, playful mompreneurs. And that's ideal, isn't it? That when even if you do have to do a phone call with a person, they already, the sales pages are already like 90% convinced them. You then just need to actually close the sale. And I've also seen this trend is if you have a website, you have this really simple homepage and you really just have your value proposition statements. It's like, I help these people do this and we'll go from this to this. And then it's like, you know, I can I help them in this way or this way. 
or maybe uh, maybe one third way, okay? And then the user self-selects and then is like funneled into the different programs or there's different sales pages. So like maybe it's like, oh, this is, you know, for my one-on-one coaching and this is for my online course and this is for my group coaching program, for example. So really simple homepage, but then almost the user experience kind of just gets diverted at that point so that you can talk to that segment of your audience. So if you are growing your business and starting to realize you've got like different segments in your niche, you can actually customize your website to those particular people and send them off to sales pages that are going to talk to them. And then I mentioned digital products. So if you are writing an ebook or you are doing like a masterclass, I've had clients who have done a beautiful one hour masterclass diving deep on a particular area that they know their audience is struggling with. They would then do a recorded session, often that you can do it live over Zoom and then you record that. And then you can offer that as a small digital product, put together a sales page, explain what the value proposition is for that product. And there we go. You've got a product to sell with a sales page that is going to close the sale for you. From there, it really is a matter of getting your sales page out in front of people. But that just means that when you are in Facebook groups interacting, when you send in emails with your email signature, when you're on podcast interviews, when you're doing all your marketing efforts, you're going to send people to this sales page. You're going to feel really confident that this page looks great and you're actually going to get a sale out of it. Same thing for online courses, whatever digital product that you've got, you'll be able to put together the sales page and then send people to it. And now for all the mom bloggers out there, you might be going, oh, why don't I just put a blog post about my product or my offer? So there's so many opportunities that you can use with your blog as your platform to then sell your own products. Very often you'll sell affiliate products, but you can sell your own, particularly digital products, I think are the easiest to get into this. And then I would encourage you to set up a separate page on your blog, not a blog post page, but rather a separate sales page where you can then sell your product and then you link to that page from your blog posts and Go and set up some affiliate marketing. Go and hook up with other mom bloggers in your niche and get them involved as affiliate salespeople for you. So you could do an ebook, you could do an online course. So you know your audience as a blogger. Hear from your audience, check the comments, see what is it that they really need and you can package that together into a beautiful online course or some kind of digital product and then have a separate sales page for that. As I'm also writing my book, I also think that for authors, for thought leaders, for speakers, to have a single page sort of profile page with your media kit that people could download, pictures of the books that you've written and like blurbs about them, testimonials about you. A one-page sales page selling you as a thought leader, as a speaker, as an author is ideal. And then also for those of you selling physical products, a sales page is really great, especially if you're just getting started with physical products. So if you listen to episode 22 with Alison from The Papery, she sells physical products. And then also with Candace Elvey, 
she's selling her first planner and she is in a perfect situation to set up a sales page to sell that one planner. And Alison is almost 12 years into her business and she started by just selling one mom diary. If you're in that position where you've got that one sort of flagship product, set up a sales page, feature that flagship product and then sell it. Use the sales page to sell it. And I'm also thinking of my homeschool moms here, my fellow homeschool moms. Often we use our particular talents in our own homeschools and then we can put that together in some kind of resource or some kind of product or a template or a principle for other homeschool moms. And here again, you don't have to get too fancy. You can put together a sales page and sell your particular product. You could use a tool like Etsy or Gumroad. Those kinds of tools are also really great. We'll talk more about tech in next week's episode. But really, the idea here is that your one-page sales page is focusing people on one thing, whether that thing is you, (laughs) like your author platform or your speaker platform, or whether it is a digital or a physical product. This becomes your home of your launch and it becomes the focus. So there we go. I hope I've convinced you that a sales page would be an awesome idea for your business. And I hope your mind is firing with different kinds of ways that you could use sales pages in your business and how many offers you could kind of put out to the market. But I also realize that you may be feeling just a little bit overwhelmed at the thought of putting together a sales page right now. So if you just want someone who's been there, done that with sales pages to give you a step-by-step process of what to include in your sales page then I believe you are going to love my playful sales page templates. So as I mentioned at the top of the show, this is a Google Doc with prompts for writing your own high converting sales page. And all you have to do is to answer the questions for your particular offer. And then the end result will be a sales page that communicates the value of your offer really clearly. And as I've mentioned in the show, clarity sells. If the person looking at your sales page is confused about what they're actually buying, then they're just going to X out of the page. So the playful sales page template lays it all out for you. I use a lot of the tips and tricks that I have used in writing sales pages for clients. So if the playful sales page template sounds like something that could help you in your business, if you are looking for that clarity and also for communicating how amazing your offer would be for ideal clients and then attracting the right kind of ideal clients into your business then go and have a look at psptemplate.shellysmithcreative.com. You can find the link in the show notes to purchase the template for a very low price. So as I mentioned, I'm offering a 20% discount, but you need to act now. So if you are listening to this in the future, you can pick up the playful sales page template for just 25 US dollars. If you are listening to it before the end of September 2021, then get on it now because you can get 20% off for just $20. So $20 and you can get that sales page template. As I said, so simple. You just go and answer each of the questions. I've given you some copywriting tips as well. And 
once you've got that, you'll have your copy and then you can go and put that copy into the tech tool of your choice. So whether that is in your WordPress website, your Squarespace website, whether you choose to use card or lead pages, there's many, many options. The hard part is getting the words right, getting that offer really clear and really irresistible to your ideal audience. So I am so excited to see your sales pages and I would love you to share your sales pages with me once you've once you've done them. So go ahead, get the playful sales page templates, start writing your sales page and get your offer out there. You can do it and see that offer, that sales page out there as early as tomorrow. So don't hesitate, go and get your discounts and get your playful sales page templates. All right, Playful Mompreneurs, it's been such a jam sharing a topic that I'm really passionate about with you today. Tune in next week where I'll be talking a little bit more about my best copywriting tips and tricks, as well as some tech advice and tips on some of the tech tools that you can use to put together your sales pages. In the meantime, go off and be a Playful Mompreneur. That's the end of our Mompreneur Playdate today, but come again soon. Subscribe and tune in wherever you listen to podcasts. But the best way to make sure that you don't miss an episode and to get free bonus content is to get onto the Playful Mompreneur email list at playfulmompreneur.com. That's also where you'll find the show notes for today's episode. So head to playfulmompreneur.com and sign up there. And then playing is even more fun with friends, right? So please share the Playful Mompreneur podcast with all your mompreneur friends by sending them over to playfulmompreneur.com or tell them to search the Playful Mompreneur on Apple Podcasts or wherever they listen to podcasts. You can also help me to spread the word by leaving a favorable review on Apple Podcasts. I'd absolutely love that. Thanks so much for tuning in, spreading the word, and most of all, being playfully and wonderfully you. Now it's time to go off and be a playful mompreneur.